Welcome to the Marketing Hour, everybody, where we talk about marketing, business, and everything in between. And on today's show, it's just going to be me and Stefan to, uh, to talk about focusing and avoiding distractions in your business. So what's up, Stefan? How you doing, Stephen? Looks like a beautiful day where you are today. It is. It got cold last night, but it is, uh, it is very pretty today. Nice. So, um, what do you want to talk about, bud? I'll just let you kind of open the floor and lead the way, and we'll kind of see where it goes. Sure. Sounds good. Cool, man. And I'll, I'll monitor uh, the Facebook chat here and everything sure. else. Um, and you know what? This is probably something that I'm probably one of the biggest violators of. I'm getting a lot better, but I figure who better to talk about it than someone who has been guilty of it. Absolutely. But, uh, being distracted in your business is a, is a huge problem, um, especially for me. Uh, like I said, I'm getting better. But, uh, you know, with all this stuff going on these days, especially with, like, politics and everything, it's so easy to get suckered into your Facebook news feed or, the, you know, going to read articles like – I've literally been going to Google News every single day and just seeing what the latest articles are. And whenever I do, like, it's a mix of emotions just like that either make me angry, uh, happy, angry, pissed off, whatever. And Facebook News Feed is the same way. And I'm thinking, what a massive waste of time. Because, you know, I got suckered into like basically like, you know, obviously everyone's got their opinions on politics. But like, you know, when you see something that's totally the opposite of your opinion, sometimes it's tough to like not interject your opinion and be like, you know, how can you people not see it this way? Um, but at the end of the day, you're not changing anyone's mind. They're not changing your mind. So it's like, what's the point, you know, unless you're going to get off. And I'm starting to call these people like uh, couch critics. Because, like, <laughs> I'm pretty much being one too, though, because I'm sitting here. I'm not, I'm not doing anything to like further the causes I believe in. So I, if, if that's the case, I shouldn't be sitting here commenting on, on Facebook statuses with my opinion, you know. So I feel like it's just a massive waste of time for, for everyone involved. And, you know, the people who are really serious that are really that upset, go out and try to fix your problem. You know, like, don't sit here on Facebook and protest. But anyway, back to the main point is that for us who are business people and, and marketers and entrepreneurs, um, you know, it's easy to get distracted by these things. And you know what? I do see entrepreneurs out there that are so good at avoiding the distractions that never get involved with the drama. But at the same token, I see people that are engaging just as much as me, if not way worse. And, I, you know, I'm like, we, we got to cut it back. And, and and I think one of the biggest, most important things you could do in your business to avoid it is realize you're not single-handedly responsible for giving anyone an opinion. And they're not they're not responsible for changing yours. So it's like, it's your opinion. And um, I think the Internet has just, especially this election, has made everything way louder. Um in terms of what people think and the people who the people who are really really uh, opinionated are just so much louder and what's crazy is if you think about it you know when you go on in your everyday life you don't see it's not like you go around in like restaurants and you see everyone fighting with each other there the way they do on social media you know it's like real life still goes on um, and obviously there's protests going on in like big cities and stuff like that but outside that it's literally normal everyday life for most people and I think the moral of the story is uh, you still have to do you and you still need to kind of um, work on your own business and realize your goals because at the end of the day, your goals have not been 
uh, stomped on. You can still do what you need to do, and you should be doing what you need to do. So um, I guess the best way that I've been able to like rationalize not listening to the news, and actually this is the flip side of that, is because then I feel like sometimes I'm not being a good citizen or being, you know, politically minded. If I avoid thinking about all this stuff, you know, am I being a good Samaritan or whatever? Am I, you know, keeping up with the times? And I think the answer to that is, um, you know, you got to just kind of realize there's only so much you can personally control. And it's right. good to, to uh, kind of get involved. But at the end of the day, we have elected officials. We have people out there that we vote on that are supposed to be taking care of these things. And in times where, you know, if you have super strong standpoints against everything that's going on, then, yeah, you have the right to go out there and, and, and protest and do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, for me, like, I have to weigh what's more important to me right now, you know? For Absolutely. Me, you know, it's I'm working on my business. I'm working on bettering myself. If other people have other priorities, that's good for them. But my priority is my business, and my priority is, is taking advantage of my availability to make uh, my business as successful as it can be. And getting involved in these distractions has been – they're loud. They're loud distractions, you know, and, and they're, they're very emotional distractions. A lot of times it hits – you know, it hits a, a funny bone with us and it's like i have to respond because it just hit like such a funny bone you know yeah um, so but kind of just avoiding them is really just kind of staying focused and uh realizing okay well I, what am i gaining from responding to this person what are they gaining neither of us are really gaining anything and what is my business losing by responding you know so i think uh avoiding these types of distractions it's just kind of the only way to do it is rationalize what a waste of time uh, Facebook arguing is, especially if you're not going to go out and do something about your opinion. So if you're not going to do anything about it and you just want to be a couch critic, spend your time. Doing well, and, and like seriously, at the end of the day, right, uh, America in particular, especially on the Internet, has gotten to a point where you cannot have – a good discussion, right? So even if you do join a discussion, it always, 99% of the time, devolves into one side calling the other side names, okay? So first of all, you've not accomplished anything except making yourself feel better. Second of all, it devolves into this shit show of ignorance and stupidity where people just call each other names rather than talk about the issues, which, in my opinion, is a huge problem in and of itself, you know? Like, if, if people could have a conversation and, and debate and keep emotion out of it and just, you know, purely talk about facts and logics, then, then, then we could get somewhere. But the way the current cl political climate is, I think, Stefan, right now in America, is that's just nearly impossible. It's impossible. And, and that's, that's really sad, in my opinion, because... One of the things that makes America, make, makes America and capitalism great is, is, you know, the free market of ideas, you know. Ideas need to be talked about. They need to be discussed. And eventually, uh, the best ideas stick around and the bad ideas go away, you know. If, if Aryanism, like uh, the Nazis pushed in the 40s, was correct and a great idea, it would still be around, right? But it's not. You know, we've moved past that. And when, when, when discussion is stifled like this, on both sides, and both sides are guilty of insulting each other, um, you, can't, you can't evolve. There's no evolution of ideas. There's no moving forward because there's no discussion. And when there's no discussion, um, it, you, just, you end up 
where everybody's pissed off and everybody's stressed and nobody's happy. So you're right. I mean, I think it's a huge waste of time and it's a huge problem right now, especially on Facebook and in other social networks, you know? Absolutely. And I think you actually mentioned something interesting about how at odds we are right now. And I think that's actually what, like, I'm not like really someone who like strongly believes one way or the other on certain things. Like I do have some of those opinions, but for the most part, I'm actually pretty moderate of a human being. I don't have like, I don't hate anyone in particular that thinks opposite of me for the most part. But like, I guess what really bothers me is when people refuse to at least see something from the others, you know what I mean? Try to acknowledge it from the other side like I try to do you know like I try to see both sides of the argument that's why I usually end up somewhere in the middle and I understand why depending on your upbringing why people see it one way or why people see it the other but I guess what kind of got me I guess emotionally invested in all the arguing is that it really is one side versus the other and I guess that's what kind of pisses me off like you said no one wants to meet in the middle no one wants to like at least try to understand it from the other person's side you know, right. I think that's like, that's what got me suckered in. And I think that's what gets a lot of people probably upset about it, even though it seems most people are really just stuck to one side and hate the other side, you know, but it's like, if you think about it, most people actually probably are in the middle. Oh, yeah. Not, you know, and that's, that's what makes it so stupid is like, everyone's arguing like side versus side. And I think the whole side calling thing is part of the problem. But back to being an entrepreneur and, and kind of having to deal with these distractions. Um, it's just pointless. You know, it's completely pointless. You could be doing so many more productive things for you. And if you keep bettering your own personal situation, all this other stuff is really not going to matter too much anyway. So, you know, what's what's really important for you is, I think, what people need to understand. Um, could you, uh, on your side, up your microphone volume and your settings? I don't have the ability to do anything over here since we're on Skype. Um, sure. It's because we're on a stupid laptop, but I, I have to watch this fire. But, you know, man, um, I... There's, there was a philosopher, and I can't remember his name, but he said that politics and government and life is like a pendulum, okay? You have to have the bad times so that you can have the good times. And even though things are bad right now, what's really happening is essentially the evolution of ideas. It always swings way far to the good times and then way far to the bad times until eventually the best ideas survive and you end up in the middle. Now, that, that pendulum could take decades, right? It could take another 20 to 30 years before it, it goes back to the middle. But a lot of people and historians and, 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 and you know people way smarter than me agree that that's how life works you know when you have the bad times something good always comes out of it until a solid middle ground is reached but you know it that, that gives me a little hope but i'm like you man i when I, I i love to talk politics and i can do it all day and, and waste an entire day doing it and i have before but at this point i'm just sick of it you know i've taken a I'm, I, i've literally i decided last week i'm like all right that's enough politics people need to calm down and we'll just wait and see what happens you know and you guys can go crazy and be angry and let it control your life, but I'm going to do me because this stress is meaningless and I'm not gaining anything by debating or arguing with you because there, there's no good discussion to be had, you know? So I think you're spot on, man. And you know what? Kind of get, not to get you brought up philosophy, but some interesting philosophy is um, the majority of people swing with the pendulum, basically. They, they go with the crowd. That's how most people are. And... You think about like all these movements, and like you mentioned, when you zoom out and you look at the big picture, there's always the majority who kind of at the time want something and fight for it and get it or whatever. And 
things always kind of swing on a pendulum, like you said. And when you zoom out and you look at it that way, whether you're part of that pendulum or not, it's still going to be swinging, you know? And that brings me to being an entrepreneur and being a marketer online is we are automatically already different than most people. And I, I, you know that as well as I do. We're not like most people. We're different. Oh, we I know. Differently than most people. We understand the world from a different perspective. I'm not saying we know more or less than anyone else, but we see it from a different perspective. And we, we apply that in our actual lives. And it creates us to have a very different lifestyle than the majority of people. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think what makes us different in not being with the herd as entrepreneurs can apply to the whole political landscape because it's like we're still different than most people regardless of our political views. So, you know, the whole argument is, um, you know, you're not like most people. You're not, you're not participating in politics and some people call it irresponsible or whatever. But you look at it from the entrepreneurial perspective and we're different anyway. And our way, I don't want to say is better, but our way provides a lifestyle that most people never even see that exists. So same could be applied with politics. We could fight back and say that. Well, not that we should. I don't mean fight back, but we can we can rationalize it in our minds as, um, well, we're different anyway, and obviously we know what we're doing uh, because we were able to create lifestyles that most people don't even know exist. Um, so I think that's another way to kind of look at it with with everything going on. Is you're different anyway, you know, with what you're doing with your life. So why do you need to get so caught up in all this stuff going on when it's just you know. We recognize trends anyway as marketers, right? We right. see the bigger trends. So this is another political trend. If anything, how we should be looking at it is how do we make money? <laughs> oh, ab- absolutely. You know, I'm still waiting for the stock market to crash so I can, you know, spend a, uh, a lot of money and, and buy it up. But um, you know what I bought the other day and I was surprised it wasn't bought? What? I bought two. They were both $3 on GoDaddy. Capitalism versus socialism.com and socialism versus capitalism.com. They were both open. Well, you can, that's like I, I bought a domain, a government domain called uh, emailyourcongressman.com. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I haven't started on the project yet, but I bought it a couple weeks ago. My hope is to uh, set up like a form that auto fills in like, you know, the congressman's email and then you just like basically a one or two click solution. You see what I'm saying? That makes it a lot easier to be uh, politically active. Now, Scott says, <laughs> the message I'm getting here is stop being a sheep. What do you think? Uh, see, that's, that's, that's not really the me- I don't want to send that message. I think the message I'm trying to send is not be a sheep, but, but look at your own personal life and assess what's most important to you. Um, if you feel like politics and all that stuff are most important to you, then um, that's fine. You have to do you. But I guess if, you're, if your goal is business and entrepreneurship, and that's, that's not any better or any worse than anyone else's goal, but if that is your goal and that's kind of what we're here to discuss, then focus. try to rationalize why you should be focusing your time here and not focusing on the pendulum that's going to swing back and forth whether you're in it or not. I mean, it's up to you. It's up to you personally what you want to focus on. Um, well, and like, even if you just look, stop for a second, right, and do the math, okay? If you calculate how many hours you work a week in, in, or a month, right, you know, say you're making $10,000 a month, okay, and you do that working 10 hours a week. So that's 40 hours a month. That's 10,000 divided by 40. 
your, your time is worth $250 an hour, right? So every hour you spend wasting on Facebook or support or anything, really, anything that sucks up a lot of your time, you are spending literally $250 because rather than focusing on things that take up your time, you could be focusing on things that make money. And if your time is worth $250 an hour, by God, use it, you know? Um, it's so funny. I did the math, I think, like six months ago, and at that time, with the income I was making every month, it ended up being something crazy, like $800 an hour, you know? Um, it's the same reason I hired support staff, you know, because support can take 30, 40, 50, 60 hours if you aren't careful, especially if it's right after a launch. And if you have staff, you're actually saving yourself money because it allows you to not only focus on the big picture of your business and the goals you want to accomplish, but it allows you to focus on things that directly make money. You know, and I think Colin Theriot has talked about this. He has a system in place when he's deciding what tasks to do. Um, and he ranks them by importance. And the very first one is uh, stuff that directly makes money. All the other stuff is secondary to that, you know. So you're right. It's always good to prioritize yourself, you know. And I, and I would urge everyone listening uh, to literally calculate what your time is worth. You know, Cal for every hour you do of work, you know, just look at maybe last month or whatever, um, calculate how much it's worth. And it makes it a lot easier to make business decisions that way, you know. So I, I felt like that was kind of on topic to what we're talking about because um, uh, as business owners, it's very important that you use your time very wisely and very efficiently. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I guess one of the things that, that bothers me about the Again, I'm, I'm working really good to get away from it, but, you know, he's kind of coming at me with, like, all these different standpoints that, and almost making it seem like me not not wanting to go out there and fight with him for them or whatever, it makes me, like, look irresponsible. And I guess, if anything, that's what really gets to me with the whole political thing is that, oh, well, you know, you're making it seem like you don't care, you're unaffected by these issues, so it doesn't bother you, and I'm just like, you know... That mentality, I guess, is what usually causes me to, like, um, get involved to begin with or feel like I, I want to get involved, but um, it kind of just, you know, just comes to that. Uh, at the end of the day, you, have to, you still have, you know, you have elected, elected officials that are supposed to be working on these things, and if you really, really have an issue with it, you can go out there and you can fight for whatever you believe in or whatever you think you believe in. Um, but at the end of the day, what I personally believe in is focusing on my business. So that's just really what it comes down to focusing on. And like Steven said, I mean, like you said, Steven, it's, you know, how much money are you, if you really have your business as your top priority, how much time are you uh, spending on it? You know what I mean? Like how, much, like how much money are you wasting by focusing on other things and not focusing on your business? So... Um, and again, I think it's about doing you and doing what you want. But I mean, this call, I, I, I was primarily for entrepreneurs, primarily mm -hmm. for people who want to get results, make money online. You know, if you're, this is actually a good example. Um, you know, for the people who maybe aren't successful yet, aren't full-time entrepreneurs, if you're spending an hour watching or going online and reading political commentary, take that hour out and focus on your business if that's what your goal is to get results because that's an hour a day that over time is going to mean a hell of a lot more for your business um, 
And if you do have that thought that, oh, well, I'm not being informed, I'm not being involved, just remember, you have elected officials that are supposed to be working on these things. And unless something is so outrageous to you that you want to go out and, and fight for it, then your time is still better spent. Absolutely. And, and, you know, politics is just the example we're using, but this really applies to everything. You know, if you're spending too much time on Facebook or too much time playing video games or, or too much time... Um, on other social networks for too much time reading news, no matter what it is, um, if, 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 if you don't set a schedule for yourself, even if that schedule is three hours a day you know, that you're going to work, which some of us can absolutely do that and be fine, um, if you don't set a schedule, what you actually end up doing is hurting yourself more in the long run. And, and, and that was a lesson that took me a long time to learn. Because when I, you know, first started, I was like, well, shit, I can work whenever the hell I want, blah, 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 blah. But what ended up happening was, rather than having a set schedule where I'm working three hours a day, I would sit down at the computer knowing I had to do ten different things that week. And I would just put it off and put it off and put it off. So even when I was procrastinating and doing something more fun than work, right, I was still worrying in the back of my head. And, and what ended up happening, what ends up happening ultimately is you spend more time um, worrying and not doing things the right way and you actually lose the free time that you would have had if you just would have worked a straight three hours and been done with it so it's very important too that you that you schedule your time um and 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 just have some sort of schedule even if it's only a couple hours a day um because that will actually give you more free time and it'll give you the ability to enjoy it um, and you're not always wor you're not worried about what you have to do next, right? Because you've already done it because you worked. So uh, schedules are, are are very very important as well. Um, Absolutely. And you know what? This is actually uh, back to this this text conversation I was having with my friend. I responded to him. I'm like, you know what? We could sit here and we could fight all day about our opinions, but at the end of the day, uh, how much money is this conversation both both costing us? He He's a friend who sees what I'm doing online, and he wants to get involved, and he's starting to learn different things, and he works a full-time job now. But I said to him, I'm like, you know, we're sitting here fighting about stuff that we have no direct uh, influence over. And, uh, again, I'm not saying we can't go out and change the world, but what's our, what's our true goal here? Uh, and he agreed. He's like, you know, you're absolutely right. Like, we could be making so much money the amount of time we're sitting here arguing about trying to change each other's opinions that we're not going to change, you know? So that's really what it comes down to, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Tatiana says, uh, being a Brazilian with so many scandals and corruption in politics, we've just had to learn how to keep living our lives no matter what. Um, and, yeah, I think everyone needs to learn how to do that. You know, that's I think it's... I think, I think in the U.S., I, and I... I'm not trying to get political at all, and I'm, I'm not going to make it political, but I think we're a little spoiled sometimes because, you know, I do think politics in our lives, are, you know, we take it too far. We make it seem like it's a more and more and more of an impact in our personal lives than it actually is personally, I feel like. Um, and, you know, I feel like we, we take it too far, you know what I mean? Like... Uh, I guess it's tough to articulate what I'm trying to say, but but I think we are a little spoiled, and I think we um, we take certain things for granted. And at the end of the day, if you go back to just kind of being alive and, and trying to better your own situation, we have these paths, and I guess this applies specifically to entrepreneurs. But we have this path that we're going down, where um, you know we want to see this success. Mm -hmm. 
you want to hit that success regardless of whatever obstacle is in the way. And politics, whether it's a distraction because we're fighting with friends or whether because there's actually some policy that exactly uh, directly affects us, which in my case I think is rare for just about anyone who lives in the U.S., but um, if there's any particular one thing that we feel is stopping us from reaching our entrepreneurial goals, we, we solve it. I mean, we, you know, that should be the, the determination is if you sit there and say, well, I can't solve this or this is solvable, then you're not getting it. All those, all those, distra- all those obstacles are the same in my book, regardless of what it is. You know, I mean, you look at anyone great; they've had to overcome obstacles on any level. I mean, like people have overcome every obstacle in the book to be successful, and that's kind of how you have to look at it. You mm-hmm. know, like you just work on overcoming those obstacles. It's not going to be easy, but that's the point of being successful anyway. And um, you know, it's just uh, I think again that goes back to how most people don't think like us. They don't understand that. They don't understand that. A, we realize that there's always going to be shit going on, but we're just going to be focusing on, on growing our business and growing our personal success because we see that that path exists. I don't think many others see that that path exists for them. But regardless of that, that's why we think different. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, I think my favorite thing about being an internet marketer is you gain the power of choice. You know. When you're not running your own business, you don't have choice, right? You have to go to work, work your eight hours, come home, get everything done that you need to get done, then you have, then you have a choice. But with internet marketing, you're, you're literally free. I mean, internet marketing provides the freest lifestyle available, you know? I mean, it's comparable to the people who make a, a company and then sell it for a hundred millions of dollars and retire, you know? You can work as little as you want and as much as you want and still make enough to uh, live your life, pay the bills, and, and, and do what you want. And, and that choice, that power of choice, America's forgotten about that. You know, that's, that's what America was founded on, is you have the freedom to do whatever you want. But we don't have freedom anymore. Marketers do. We do. Because we work from home. We choose our hours, whatever the hell we want. Everyone else doesn't, you know? You just hit the nail on the head on partly why I was so upset, anyways, because I do feel like it's um, everything that's going on as you know as a distraction. It, it makes people feel like they still can't. They're like immobile or they're like handicapped and they can't do anything to change their situation. Or, but the truth is, you could work on your your business no matter what. Keep working on your business, um, and I think that's why. And that goes back to how we are as entrepreneurs, anyway, because we realize that route. We realize we could be successful being entrepreneurs when most people are telling us. Oh, that's never gonna work. Oh, go get a job. But the, you know what I mean. And we're we're kind of in this category where we see the world in this opportunistic way, where we're like, well, there is another route. You know what I mean? There is another way to kind of live your life and be successful and, and learn that skill that helps you, you know, never have to, or kind of have, I guess, to have that freedom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Again, most of the world doesn't think that way. So if most of the world doesn't think like you are on entrepreneurship, why do you need to go being part of that swinging pendulum of politics? You know, it's the same kind of thing. Like, Absolutely. You know, and I, I, the society can look at you and say, get a job. You're not productive if you don't have a job. But we don't do that either. We figured out a way to circumvent the system. Pretty in much. My opinion, in my opinion, I think we're doing more for the economy now with what we do now, to be honest with you, than, than someone had a job. But regardless of that we you know we don't have, we didn't worry about what society thought of us when we worked on our businesses uh, and, and and became successful but so we shouldn't really worry about what society is saying when it comes to 
having being involved with politics. You know, um, we set our own path, and I think that's important uh, to understand. And uh, you know, I guess this kind of transitions to a new topic for online marketers and entrepreneurs. But uh, it's a lonely road sometimes because uh, most people around you don't understand what you're doing. They're not going to understand why you're doing it. Um, and uh, I mean, ironically, many of these people go out and complain that their own lives aren't fulfilled and that, you know, they think that, you know, I don't want to get political, but they think they, they protest on things that they feel are outside of their control. But the truth is we see it as in our control and we actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, I understand. Um, yeah. So, I mean, that's really what it comes down to is that you're on a lonely road as an entrepreneur anyway. So if you think of it that way, it's like, why, why the hell should I get involved in these political discussions anyway? Because, um, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> you're not going to change anything anyway and you're not like most people. Yeah. So. Well, Eric said something I want to address and then uh, we can move on to another topic of, of your choosing. Um, <clears throat> Eric says, do you guys have any thoughts that if you work twice as much, uh, you would make twice as much money? Because that is what makes me lose focus. So, Eric, listen, and, and Seth, and I'll let you jump in here in a second. Um, absolutely. I have no doubt that if I worked more, I would I, maybe not make twice as much. I potentially could, depending on the circumstances. Um, but definitely more, you know. Um, it really just depends on your goals. And I feel like there's two kinds of people in I am, right? There's people that are in it for the money, and then there's people that are in it for the time and the freedom, right? I happen to be uh, the time and the freedom kind, but I go back and forth. I switch back and forth, you know? If I need to pay off something like a new BMW M3, then I'm in it for the money, and I'll work more, and I'll make more. But if I'm just in it to watch my daughter grow up and raise my daughter and you know, spend all day with her and take her to the park and just have a blast, then that's what I do, right? Because like I said earlier, I am gives you the power of, of, of choice. So yes, when you work more, as long as you're actually working and not stuck in the Facebook trap of thinking you're working just because you're talking to people on Facebook, um, you will absolutely make more money. You know, it's very important to set goals for your business, you know, you said something like, okay, I want to create an authority website in this niche, right? Um, in which case, I would start dedicating, you know, time towards that. So, um, the two to three hours I, I work daily, go they, they go towards this, right? They go to doing interviews, email promotions, uh, responding to messages, uh, responding to emails, and answering any support tickets that got passed up the chain. Excuse me. Wow. Um, gross. Uh, that, that right now, that's my schedule. But that's because right now, what's more important to me and the, the, the choice I've made is that I want to spend time with my daughter. You know, um, I'm, not, I'm not captured by economic slavery like the majority of the country is. And most people in Internet marketing aren't either, you know. Um, but the state, of the, the state of the country at the moment is that way too many people are in jobs they hate to pay bills, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. And when you're in that situation, you don't have choice. You know, you have to go to work or else the lights don't stay on. You see what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, if you work more, you definitely make more. Um, it may not be double uh, because it depends on the circumstance, um, but you definitely do make more. And, Eric, it, it, kind of like we're talking about, um, you have to focus, right? 
uh, and, and I actually just had this conversation in, in an interview I did earlier um, with, with Declan Mack. Uh, you know, we were talking about how important it is to focus on one thing. It doesn't matter what you're doing, whether it's online marketing, whether it's um, um, another business in the real world. You have to focus on, I mean, even Mark Cuban says, focus on one thing, all right? Because when you focus on one thing, not only do you uh, learn everything about that and you can tweak it till it's successful, right? But you don't end up being, becoming burnt out or confused. You don't end up with information overload. Um, and you actually learn more from focusing on one thing than you would by focusing on five, right? Because there's so many little intricacies that you pick up um, when, you're do, when you're focusing on one method or whatever um, that then not only apply to that and make that method better, but you learn more things that apply to everything else as well and apply to other aspects of business. So um, focusing on one project at a time will keep you from uh, becoming stressed out and, and burnt out and overall just keep you happier and, and healthier and also I feel like make you uh, more successful. Um, it's just He says it's just hard to focus at first when you're alone. Absolutely, man. I mean, uh, Stefan made a Facebook post, Stefan, sorry, made a Facebook post about this, um, I think a couple days ago, that it's, it's internet marketing is lonely, dude. Um, but just because it's lonely doesn't mean you can't be with people. You know, Stefan talked about how he's got a group office where he goes and there's other people there. Now, they're not working on internet marketing, but at least having, well, some of, okay, that's awesome. Um, but having that group contact right is 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 very very healthy um i mean I, I would say online marketers really struggle with mental illness and depression and things like that and it's because of how easy it is to isolate yourself in your office um so yeah man it's definitely lonely but you're not alone because uh you have everyone on facebook and uh of course you know podcasts like this and events and i mean if you've never been to an event eric i highly recommend you go because then you realize, oh my gosh, all these people understand everything I've been through and I'm going through, and it's cool to know people that are doing exactly what I'm doing. So I'd encourage you to do that. Is there anything you want to say about this topic, Stefan? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, just commenting directly on the hours work thing. Um, if you work at a wage job and you work 20 hours at $10 an hour, you make $200. If you work double the hours, you make 400 with internet marketing, it's it's an exponential curve. It's not linear. And what I mean by that is, in the beginning, you're going to be working. Uh, you could be working 20 hours a week, or you could be working 60 hours a week. Chances are, for a while, you're not going to be making any money. It's going to be kind of take some time for you to really grow that. Yep. Um, that being said, I mean, there's there's working smart. You can't this this. Uh, um, not, you can't forget about because there's people that work 20 hours a week that make triple what people who work 60 hours a week make. So um, really what you need to look at is uh, what's your plan? Um, can you work as smart as possible? I think working smart is important. So, I mean, if you're if you're trying something that's just not getting you, uh, you know, you don't, you're kind of just like slinging mud and you're not really sure what path you're taking, you're going to be wasting your time. You know, it's kind of like saying... Um, if you're working on building a car but you don't have an instruction manual and you're just kind of like you have a bunch of pieces there i mean yeah theoretically i guess if you work 40 hours it's going to get you there faster than 20 but what if you actually had the instruction manual you planned it out ahead of time you're going to get there way quicker so it's just about working smarter to minimize how many hours you're working but again i mean we're talking general you got to have a plan like 
what are you trying to do? Are you trying to, you know, start a video series? Are you trying to do a YouTube channel? Are you trying to do e-commerce? Are you trying to do a brick-and-mortar business? Are you trying to do a service-based business? Have a goal of what you want to do and then work towards that goal. And you'll know pretty early on if it's not working, you need to tweak something. So, I mean, look, the, the Internet is a vast array of knowledge. If you want knowledge out there, there's plenty of free knowledge and there's plenty of paid knowledge. Go out there and find what you're trying to do and just kind of make that plan. And you're going to cut down on the amount of hours you need to work. Um, now, that being said, I mean, uh, I think you said he commented that he was like, it's hard in the beginning when you're, you know, it's a lonely climb. And you know what it is. I mean, look, I started, what was it, 2000, end of 2013. I was at work, okay, at my engineering job. Now, I hated this job, okay? I was miserable. I had senior people above me that regularly told me more or less how bad I was at it. And, you know, I was always good at math, so I thought engineering would be a good choice. But anyway, not to bore you with the details of that, but basically I started off uh, because a coworker told me that their relative made money on eBay selling stuff they got at a garage sale. So lo and behold, I started selling stuff I got at garage sales because um, I had a plan. That was my plan for that. It was just kind of a hobby. Um, and from there, I kind of just like saw everything that was going on online and started transitioning to new things. But in the beginning, you know, it's very lonely. And I remember telling my coworkers, I'm like, guys, you, you won't believe what I found that you can make money with. And the, you'd be surprised at the skepticism and criticism and the, the laughing that I, I got from everyone saying, oh, that's hilarious. You might as well just go sell drugs or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, and it's like... Uh, that's what I got when I started. So I understand the loneliness. I mean, I, you know, one of my, I, I lived with one of my uh, coworkers back, you know, a few years ago, and we'd come home from work. He'd go, he'd, you know, and this is something good, obviously, but he went to the gym. He'd go out. He'd hang out with our friends at happy hour. Uh, you know, he'd go do whatever, and he'd come home. He'd, um, he'd occasionally, uh, you know. Uh, just drinking in his room or I don't know hanging out with friends just chilling but like me I locked myself in my room for about a year and I just I worked you know for me I is that lonely absolutely but look at what I'm doing now I moved from living in a tiny town in Connecticut um, working a job I hated with everyone else who hated it and I I went that lonely route and I changed my situation to be in a situation that I'm much happier and I'm in a big city that I always wanted to be in I make good money better than I did at my old job um, and that's because I took that lonely road and I had consistent, dedicated action. So don't worry about the loneliness if you have an end goal. I mean, what's you know, if you have a big goal you want to hit, this is what you need to do to hit it. So. Absolutely. All right, man. Uh, what topic do you want to talk about next? Do you have anything else in mind? Um, I mean, we talked about internet marketing, loneliness, and distraction. Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I guess another good topic would be. Um, where are you with state of your business and growing it? That's a good topic. Unless you sure. want to talk about Let's talk about that. Yeah. All right. Um, so, uh, was it like a month ago? I was looking at the difference between, you know, we have a various array of earners in our, in our, uh, in our internet marketing community and outside of it, there's people of all levels. Um, there's people that make 5k a month and are totally happy with it. And there's people that make, hundreds of thousands a month and there's so many underground people that are killing it that you just don't even know about but have the ones that, that are kind of public about what they're making and and um, you can actually get an idea you see that the ones that are seem to have a higher earning overall they're a lot more focused and they're a lot more dedicated in knowing where their business is going um, the people who make 5k a month 
you know, maybe there's people that only launch products and they launch an info product once every five, six weeks and it's kind of like a, you know, it's just like a little product and, and they sell it for $7 and it's enough to sustain making um, 5K a month, 4 or 5K a month from affiliate promos. Um, they make 4 or 5K a month. And again, if you're happy with that, that's great. I think that's amazing that people who are happy with making a little bit of money and can pretty much have that. Those people, I think, are in it for the freedom that you mentioned, Steve. Right. Where it's like, you know, they're in it for the freedom. They're happy making that 4K. They, they might be traveling the world. They might be living in a place that's super cheap to live. But they circumvented the system, and they're happy. So I think that's tremendous. Um, and it goes back to where, what, where are you with your business and where do you want your business to be? Um, you know, if you want your business to grow and you, want, you care more about making money than, than having the time and freedom... Or maybe you even you even want to retire in five years, you know, uh, where you don't have to just make four or five k a month to survive, but you can actually do nothing and survive, and you want to work the next five years to get there. Um, those people are planning very differently than the person who is making that four or five k a month um, and is happy working, you know, five hours a week or whatever. Um, so I think uh, it's important for people to know where they are in their business and where they want to go. Uh, recently, for me. Um, I've been looking at these people that are really killing it. Like, uh, and for me, uh, just to put in define what killing it to me is, is doing six figures a month. Uh, the people that seem to be on that level, they're doing a couple things in particular, and you named one of them that Mark Cuban even said is focusing on one thing. Yep. So they are focused on whether it's a blog, whether it's an e-com store, whether it's CPA, they're focused on one thing. Whether it's a clients-based service business, they focus on one thing, um, and they grow that one thing. Um, Another thing I'll say is that it doesn't look like a lot of people that launch products are really doing six figures a month. No. Don't get me don't get me wrong. There's people that make a ton of money launching softwares and launching products. But and if you if you look at the model, the launching model, yeah, you're focusing on launching, but you're not focusing on one thing. Because you're always launching a new mini product, mini company basically, every month. So it's it's uh you're basically you're, you're switching focus every month, in my opinion, and that's why I think with the the product launch model in general, you're kind of you're you're, you're kind of capping your profits, in my opinion. And don't get me wrong, if, again, if you make even there's people in this industry that make 30, 50, 80k a month launching little products, and that's great. Um, but again, it comes down to what you want in your business. Um, for me personally, lately, I've been looking at the people that are killing it with one thing, whether it's a blog, whether it's e-commerce. Uh, all these different routes and people that are doing super well. Um, and I noticed that the difference between them and people that are making far less is that focus in one thing, but also um, they're looking at the long term. So they're not they're not looking at making, let me see how much money I could extract this month from my, my business, but let me focus on putting more kind of things in place to grow my one seed into something much bigger. An example of this is a blog. Um, a blog is one thing, but if you keep planting more posts on it, uh, monetized posts or whatever, it's going to keep growing into a much bigger tree that's going to bring you more income. Um, Absolutely. And, you, know, you compare, you compare, and actually I saw a really good uh, image the other day, and it was like entrepreneur versus biz op seeker. And a biz op seeker basically, you know, might look around looking for a million different things that they could try and become a part of. And they think, oh, if I become a part of all this stuff, I'm going to make a little bit from each thing. But it rarely ever works that way because you're not dedicating your time to really focusing on one thing. And it's like, you know, an entrepreneur is focused on one thing. Um, 
they're working on that one thing. They're working on growing it. And they're working on getting better results with it. So, um, no, I mean, I, I think, uh, I think you're spot on, you know, and I think to figure, like, you really just need to figure out what you want, right? If your goal is to have time and freedom, then get to an income level you can maintain and maintain it, right? And I think that's what you see a lot of people in the launch space doing, you know? But at the same time, even if you're maintaining, you still need to be handling your finances and, and trying to grow them and, and grow your net worth. So you need to make sure, you know, you're investing for retirement. You need to make sure that... Uh, you're, you know, throwing money into a 401k and an IRA because, I mean, those are huge tax write-offs, by the way, guys. Um, <laughs> the, you know, but it, it's perfectly okay, in my opinion, to maintain. Um, you can maintain for as long as you want, um, but you need to be sure that's what you want, right? You know, if you want 100k a month, then by golly, put in the hours and go get it because you absolutely can. If you want 100 hours free time a month, then by golly, that's what you can do. Um, you know, I see a lot of people say, uh, and, and I haven't found this to be true, at least not yet. Um, they'll say, oh, if you're not constantly growing, uh, someone else is and they're going to take your spot. And unfortunately, while that may be true in, in, in some cases, it just it hasn't been the, this, the, the case for me. You know, my income has hovered around quarter million dollars a year for the last three or four years um but i think the reason that that's been the case is because i have a brand you know um yeah i think if you're just launching and not brand building and not you know uh really growing your 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 image or or establishing an image then yeah you, you can fade out into the darkness but if, if i think if you are going to maintain and you want to maintain successfully, you need to have a brand. You know, I have a branded blog. You know, I have a, I have a branded personality. I have, uh, I'm known for, for different things. But um, having that brand, I found, is, is super crucial. Whether that brand is your name uh, or, 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 you know, your website or whatever. If you are going to take the maintenance route, you, you have to have a brand, guys. And um, you have to... Uh, really just kind of uh, establish yourself, right? You know, um, I have a, a great loyal base of followers, you know, and, and whenever I put something out, they watch it, you know, and because of that, I have the ability to go a week or two weeks or three weeks without ever sending an email, and, and the next time I send an email, you know, the, the results are the same, you know, I... It, the same as they've always been. And that's because I have a brand, you know. Um, if you don't have a brand and you don't build that brand and you don't focus on relationship building and not only with uh, customers but with affiliates and everything else, then you, you, you lose that. You lose the ability to maintain. Um, you know, you don't have to constantly be growing, but you do have to constantly, uh, you know, just make sure if you're going to maintain, you have to constantly be branding, you know. In my opinion, anyway. Um, and there's nothing wrong with either, you know. And there's been times in my business where I maintain, and there's been times when I grow, you know. So you got to figure out what, what you want, essentially, before um, 
you pick something to focus on. You know, if you want fancy, nice cars and all everything else, uh, and you want to be making 100k a month, then make that your goal. But then put in the time to go get it. You know, and it's the same with maintaining. If you want to maintain, put in the time and effort so that you can. Um, but I don't, I don't necessarily believe the notion that if you're not growing, you're you're failing. Um, that may apply in in other industries where there's heavy competition and we're dealing with hundreds of millions of dollars or whatever. But in my experience, at least in the online marketing space, um, how much money you want to make is completely up to you and how much you work, you know? Absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, I mean, that's part of what internet marketing is supposed to be anyway, is not always having to work 80 hours a week to grow because, I mean, our goal is to not have to go to jobs and not have to work so much, you know? Um, but again, it has to do with your long-term goal. I think if your long-term goal is freedom, you can go about that in a few different ways. You can go about it in the short-term freedom way, which is, you know, work five hours a week. Or if you want, you can go about it in the long-term freedom way, which is work a shit ton for the next three years or five years and then get out. Absolutely. So there's so many different routes that people people go or want to go. Um, but, uh, you know, back back to like kind of that, whichever route you do go, as we were saying earlier, it will be lonely. Um, so it is important, like Steven said, to get out there, go to events. I mean, I had my first event last year in uh, Orlando, and I was so glad I went. I mean, I that was my like, that was my goal for the longest time. It was, oh my god, I can't wait to like quit this shitty job and join these guys and go to these events and kind of like you know live this lifestyle and get around all these people that have similar beliefs and similar ideas. Um, so you know, if you want, you can even use that as a as a uh, motivational point to start getting results is say, you know, I want to join these people and I can actually go meet these people, you know, and it's kind of like a surreal feeling when you, uh, you end up being in this online community of all these people that think the same as you and then you end up meeting them in person. It's a weird kind of feeling. I don't know how you feel about it. Steven. It's like a feeling of validation and then a feeling of uh, relief almost. Right. Because until you meet these people in person, meet other marketers in person, you know, there is really hard to talk to other people about what you do, you know. And if you need to vent or if you need to run ideas by somebody, you know, it's just it, it that aspect of it is just a fact of, of what we do. People don't understand. And not only do they not understand, they can't even grasp the concept of it. They're like, what? You make money off the Internet? I mean, my friends, my my close friends jokingly say I do internet voodoo because they don't understand it, you know. And when people ask me what I do, I say, look, I advertise on the internet. That's that's it. That, that's as simple as I can say it. And, and don't ask exactly what I do because I've had this conversation, you know, three dozen times. You're not going to get it. Um, but, yeah, it's lonely. So when you meet people... I don't know. It's a great feeling, though. It really is. I mean, that was my first event, too. And, I mean, I'd already been doing IM for, like, five years before that. And that, like, woke me up. I was like, damn, you know. I, I got to come to more of these because it's so nice to be able to just chill, you know, have a couple drinks and just shoot the shit and talk to people that are understand what you're talking about, you know. When, when you when you talk about work, it's like having coworkers. You know, I consider everyone that I work with online my coworkers. You know, even That's though, really yeah, you know, but it's like the coworkers retreat when you go to these like uh, events. You know, um, 
but like in general though I mean imagine a career that you can actually have a tax write-off for going to hang out with people you know what I mean like mm-hmm. whether it's marketing related or not like you can write those conventions off as business related so easily because they are yep so you know it's like so it's a, it's a lifestyle where you actually get to go on these things and you know um you go on your own time and, and you know back to the whole co-working space thing imagine if like you know you get to go into the office though but you go in and wearing whatever you want you could go in whatever time you want and you can work on whatever you want and you can leave whenever you want I think yep. that takes away everything that makes people hate working at jobs yeah it does so, absolutely man i mean the same reason you got into i am the same reason i did you know i was busting my ass working 40 hours a week and going to school full-time at a prestigious university. I mean, not Ivy League, but right below Ivy League. I mean, it's up there. And uh, I, was, I was succeeding at it, and things were great. I had my own apartment, and, and the company got sold. And uh, I worked there for about three weeks under the new CEO before I got laid off. But what happened is when we got sold, I scheduled a meeting with the new boss, right? And I said, because it's a small company, about 20 people, and I sat down and I said, look, I know this company got bought out. And this was back in 2008 when, when, when companies got bought out, they always got shrunk. You know, they always cut off the fat. I said, look, do I need to go and find a new job? Because I was kind of at the bottom of the totem pole. And he looked me straight in the eyes and he said, no, you're fine. Of course, two weeks later, they lay me and a couple other people off. And uh, that right there was just such a a wake-up call for how the real world works because you can dedicate your time to a company and and do your job amazing and as soon as that company sells it's like everything you've done doesn't even matter anymore you know Um, and I was like I am never ever 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 gonna work for someone else again ever and I said that before I had even started I am so I'm unemployed I'm making 150 bucks a week unemployment and my bills are 800 um, and I'm still going to school so thankfully around when I got laid off the semester had ended and I started figuring out how to make money on the computer and I sat there for six months working 60 to 80 hours a week from from when I woke up to when I went to bed until I was absolutely successful you know and because of that it laid the groundwork to now that I, I've got that choice and I've got that freedom that everyone's forgotten exists, you know. Because if you think about it, in the in early 1900s, everyone had this freedom. You know, you could go be a farmer if you wanted to. You could go work on the damn railroads if you wanted. You could do whatever the hell you wanted. But now, because of uh, um, bills and, and debt and, and, and the debt-like culture that we live in, I mean... It's just so easy to end up in this constant, miserable lifestyle of living paycheck to paycheck as, as you, you pay for things you can't afford. And, you know, I don't know, man. I, I like capitalism, and I think it creates amazing things. But I, I hate uh, what it has the power to do to people, you know. There's a saying that says, when you don't have money, it means everything. But when you do, it means nothing. You see, and I, I, I firmly believe that, you know, because there's that certain income point. It's around $70,000 that when you're making more than that, 
um, your happiness level does not increase any further, you know. But when you're making around $70,000, it's enough to be comfortable and not have to worry. Um, so, you know, I've heard that thing about the happiness doesn't increase after 70K. I was making about 70K at my old job. I was friggin' miserable. Well, yeah, because you, I mean, you think about it, man. You, ha you had to go to work every day and work eight hours, like... I know, but even like monetarily wise, I didn't have the money that I could go ball out. I mean, you know, yeah, what twelve hundred dollars a month? I paid fifty bucks a week in gas. Yeah, you know, had other expenses. I wasn't rich by any means. Right. Um, I felt like if anything, I had like just a little bit of wiggle room to like go out on weekends and you know still hopefully put away three hundred dollars or four hundred dollars for the month. Like that. What kind of life is that? I'm sorry. Yeah, I think it definitely depends on where you live. You know, seventy grand in Tennessee will get you a, a you know, three thousand square foot house on an acre of property, uh, and your bills won't be any higher than three grand a month, right? So seventy divided by twelve is is I don't even fucking know what is it, engineer boy. Seventy divided by twelve. Yeah. Sixty five hundred ish. Yeah, sixty five hundred a month. So that would leave you three grand left over to do whatever the fuck you want with. Save it, invest it, go buy a jet ski, do whatever you want, you know, so it really depends. I think you have to adjust for where you live. I mean, it depends what you want to do, right? I mean, like, my personal goal is I want to have a lot of money. Right. I want to live an average lifestyle. Right. I want to have freedom, but I, I'm also, like, I'm okay with working a lot now to build that wealth and that freedom in five, ten years. You know? Absolutely. That's my personal path, you know? So, for me, like, I'm... I'm immediately way happier now with the amount of money that I'm making compared to what I was making at my old job. Um, and I'm not even making nearly what I want to make yet. But, I mean, I don't know. I was, I was just thinking because, like, I, I understand that whole conception, the whole concept that, like, after a certain period of time, money only does so much. But at the same token, I'm like, but according to who? <laughs> well, it just depends, right? It just depends what you want, you know? If you just want to have a... A stable lifestyle where you can raise kids and not have to worry depending on where you are but seventy thousand dollars will do it if you want enough money to buy a yacht well you're gonna need a lot more than seventy thousand you know what i mean yeah that's kind of my point you know um i kind of want that full freedom i want to be able to say that i can go out and do these things yeah i got you again we live in a world where i believe we can do this especially in a country where i believe we could do this um and, uh, you know, again, that's why we're different than most people, but, uh, be thankful you realize it, be whoever's watching, be thankful you realize that you can set this life and live it however you want, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely, uh, man. Absolutely. So it really just comes down to figuring out what you want and setting a goal for that. And if you want to figure out what you want. Go watch the Core Influence 2.0 talk by Frank Kern. He has an exercise in the talk where he talks about how to figure out exactly what it is you want. And then once you've figured that out, put in the work to get it. Because as an internet marketer of all kind, you have the ability to do it. You want to travel the world? Go do it. You want to live in a mansion? Go do it. You want to have a yacht? Go do it. You know, you can do anything you want with internet marketing right and yeah it's gonna suck for the first few you know months until you start making money but I, like we said earlier in the call if you focus on one thing you'll get there I promise you I promise you the only thing you need to be successful at business 
is at this particular business is persistence and focus. As long as you don't give up and as long as you focus, you'll achieve it. Oh, and then I guess the third thing you need is the ability to solve problems, right? Kind of like how you mentioned obstacles earlier, you know, uh, that there's always going to be a, a problem of some sort. If you can fix that problem, not only will you make more money, but your business will run smoother. And then there's also going to be problems on the micro level. You know, say you're doing a launch or something and something goes way wrong. You've got to fix it, you know, fast. So you've got to have the ability to problem solve um, and, and be persistent and focus. And if you do those three things, you're going to be absolutely fine. You're going to be able to have whatever lifestyle you want. You know, I was talking to De De Declan Mack earlier and I said, look, I mean, right now the lifestyle I want is to spend all day with my daughter and my wife doing fun things, right? Because to me, the, these early years of her life are worth way more than, than money. But I have, the I have the ability to make that choice because I've already put in the work, right? I've already got the brand. I've already got a ton of money saved up, you know? And I, and I still end up making uh, five figures a month. So it's like you can work as much as you want or as little as you want. But before you decide that, you need to figure out exactly what you want out of your life. You know? And once you do that, you, 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 you create a plan to accomplish it. It really is as simple as that. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, do you have anything else you'd like to say? We're coming up on an hour here, so... Well, I think we're over an hour now. Um, well, I saw you were talking about uh, conventions on Facebook. So absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, put a, we'll, we'll spend a few minutes on that. Then I got to go. Gotta, I got to wrap up some things. But, sure. <coughs> um, yeah, so you're going to TNC, huh? Uh, Traffic and Conversion Summit. Yeah, that's the plan. Staying with the town Yevsikov, who supposedly might back out. I don't know. It's not. Well, if he does, uh, let me know. It's in March, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can make that. Um, let me know, and I'll, I'll I'll just room with you. All right. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what. Uh, and if he stuff. doesn't, also let me know because I, I want to go just to hang out with you guys. You know, because I mean, just like being like I said, being around people that know what you're going through, or know what you're experiencing, and you can shoot the shit and talk about work and share secrets and ideas. I mean, it's a great feeling. Absolutely. And you know, there's a few bloggers that I really, really like and admire these six figure a month type bloggers that are that i know are going and um you know i feel like tnc specifically gets gets a more broad range of players it does than, you know than what we're used to and it's called traffic and conversion so you know those are the two most fundamental things when it comes to earning online and earning in general so absolutely you know getting to the core of it if you want to, if you want to expand your horizons then i think that this is a great one to go to that's why i'm going but um you know, uh, there's obviously a lot of other great conventions out there of all sizes. Um, I'm probably going to go to the Orlando one again. I'm definitely going to that one, 100%. Yeah. Did you, have you gone to uh, one of the Simon Disney? Yeah, I went to Vegas in September and, and spoke about email marketing. Oh, yeah, that's right. You spoke. Mm -hmm. awesome. mm -hmm. I was watching Mike, Mike from Maine was uh, doing a live stream of that while you were... Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was watching the live stream. Yeah, that was it. Was fun, man. It was a fun, uh, fun time, dude. It really is. It really is. Uh, conventions are, are fun. Dude, you should have come. It was a blast, man. It was a blast. I was hoping you and Greg would come, but but neither of y'all did. But uh, uh, I'm hoping I'll catch Greg at another event soon. 
Yeah, that would be good. I mean, maybe we can convince them to come to TNC. <laughs> Dude, we should try it. We should try it. Um, all right, man. Well, look, we're coming up over the hour, and I've got to go uh, write an email for a, a, a product. So, um, everyone, this has been a, a, a pretty good marketing hour episode. We, we hope you enjoy, uh, enjoyed it. Um, as always, we have this uh, hangout time every Friday at 3.30 Eastern. Um, sorry Bill couldn't make it today. He had to uh, take care of some things around the house. I think they're moving furniture around, and there's, like, mowers there. So it was just way too loud to do a podcast. Um, but uh, every Friday, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, we have this little hangout time. I consider it kind of like a mini convention because, you know, it's cool just to hang out with everybody. Um, so be sure to join us. Um, and as always, if you miss the episode, you can hear it at uh, marketinghour.guru. You can get it off iTunes and like 99% of podcasting apps and listen directly from your phone or your computer at will. So it's been a good episode, guys. Really appreciate everyone who tuned, tuned in. And Stefan, thanks for coming on, man. We'll have to get you on again. Yeah, of course. All right, buddy. Um, well, everyone, have a great weekend and see you next time. All right, take care.